0: On today's episode, The D'Amelio Show, starring TikTok's most followed influencer, Charlie D'Amelio, her sister Dixie, and her parents, Mark and Heidi. If you don't know them, they're on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, the Charlie and Dixie podcast, the Mark and Heidi podcast, clothing lines, singing deals, you name it, they're doing it. And now a reality show on Hulu. So that's what we're doing today. It's September 5th. Hope you're enjoying your Labor Day weekend. Just a little disclaimer, since you watched this and I did the research for it, my research really didn't delve too much into Charlie and Dixie's content. They're 17 and like 20 now, I guess. It just seemed a little odd to be like criticizing them for going and dancing. And and they've gotten hate on the internet. I get that. That's what part of the show is about. But mostly we're going to concentrate, at least my research is, on some of what other publications were saying about the show and just to see if you agree with them but first I want to get your impressions of the actual show itself and if we're going to comment on anybody it will be the family as a whole you watched the first episode there are eight available on Hulu right now do you have any interest in watching the other seven
1: you know what I'm incredibly surprised i'm saying this but yeah i mean like i wouldn't actually watch it i would probably skip to the very ending just to see things get better because it ended in such a way where it was a little bit of a cliffhanger and kind of sad and i was not expecting that from this show I thought it was just going. You didn't to-
0: think there would be drama in a reality TV
1: show? Well, it's not that. It's just the sense that this is a show that centers around teenagers who move to LA and then have like live in an incredibly rich mansion and have a ton of fans for doing like fifteen second dances on TikTok. I wasn't expecting a lot from this TV show, but the end. I wouldn't even say I really that like. It just sounds like every so. YouTube
0: video that's out well, there. Well, it seems on the like Trinity something
1: page. that like BoJack Horseman or some type of satirical show would make fun of, but this was actually the case.
0: Well, there is that satirical show that makes fun of it about the two siblings who are like managing their brother, who's like a big—I don't think it's a TikTok star, but they're like an internet phenom. And, uh, and I think it's called, like, The Other Two or something.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, Comedy Central. But, again, this is, like, actually real. So I wasn't expecting a lot. Like, the people who are going to be watching this are fans of them already. Like, there's not going to be a we fans anyone. of reality TV show and yeah, TV just... in general.
0: Actually, it's funny that you say that because in several interviews, the family was asked, like, why are they making this show? And that seemed to be part of the show itself is why are we making this show? You know, right? Yeah.
1: In fact, I I feel like that line was said in this pilot. Yeah, probably.
0: But they've done interviews with all the family members and some of them are like, well, we actually want them people to see our legitimate lives. All they see is our 13 second TikTok videos or uh, YouTube videos. And and now we're going to show them our real lives. But then the father, I think the father gave the most honest answer. And, but also the most like cynical one. It's he said in an interview if you look at the demographic who follows the girls, Mr. Del Amelio, is that how you pronounce it? It's a lot of teenage kids. And a show like this gives us the opportunity to get our brand out there to a bunch more people who probably aren't on TikTok or even YouTube (laughs) or Instagram for that matter. So, this, I think. Is all about just branding, and and that shouldn't be that big of a surprise. No, it is, it's
1: it's not, and, and I'm not saying
0: that everything about their family dynamic is fake, but a lot of this is just so that they can like take that 15 minutes of fame that they have and make it way longer, turn into. Not the Kardashians, but but something that they can basically just sell their name off for the rest of their life. Well, and that,
1: that's kind of my biggest problem with reality shows and this also, is the fact that I felt like a lot of it wasn't genuine. In fact, the parts that I liked the most were the parts where I felt like it was genuine. Like, for example, when they introduced Dixie Damelio, they talk about how she was protective. You're able to see the sisters on screen kind of uh, talking to each other. And it was it, I was like, oh, I like this part because it actually seemed like I was getting a good sense of their dynamic. And then also they go through, like, Charlie D'Amelio's schedule which, which I was happy to see because I didn't know what else she did except for TikTok. She has, like, social media meetings or whatever where they, like, keep track of the newest trends and has a podcast and is able to do all this fun stuff. And, you know, they try to make it seem like they maybe have more of a difficult life than I think they actually do until, mm-hmm. again, you get to the ending. Because Dixie is actually the main character in this first episode, I feel like. Oh, really? More so older than Charlie. Sister. right? Because and she's
0: also got a huge following. She's, like, the 10th. Biggest subscriber yeah, on TikTok
1: It was, it was strange But the way I don't they went think she'd it. have
0: any following I don't think this is like a controversial thing If it wasn't for her sister they, I don't think the entire family would not be famous Except for Charlie DeAmelio Well that,
1: that leads to a lot of the bullying That uh, she kind of I guess has to go through In this episode Like they show comments from actual sites And everyone is like yeah you're only famous because of your sister She's trying to start a singing career um, And throughout the whole entire episode She's, she's doing, gotten a singing contract Right, yeah. Yeah, and, and, she, you, and a lot of people, are, I think, are upset because they're saying,
0: hey, so many people have worked really hard all their lives to get this, and you just got it because you were famous right. from your sisters. Yeah, that,
1: that's exactly the reason.
0: Yeah, but... It's really hard to sympathize with this family when you take into account that they moved to LA and they put their whole lives under the microscope for money and fame by doing this. Right. Like they and, chose and to learned, do this.
1: You learn that Charlie's really the one because apparently she said how like she was crying a lot of the but time. But they and take, that's
0: where, like, the, you know. that take that they take this platform right, yeah, and then they then complain about how people are. <laughs> being mean to them about doing all this and it's like well then don't do it if you if you don't want to do a reality show don't put your lives in that kind of like uh fishbowl but this brings me to a point that i saw on variety they said the show frequently punctuates scenes with screenshots of disdainful comments while the Demilio's try and fail to ignore them so if you don't want that incorporated into your show if you don't want to talk about this stuff or make it a big deal, then don't do it. Like, go show yourselves having fun. Go, Like, I get that you want to be honest with your fans, but how honest is it if you're just kind of playing victim for the entire time? Yeah. And that's where I'd, I, I have to stop myself and be like, these are kids. And if I'm going to be, like, pushing on anyone, it would be the parents and saying, hey, you guys are, like, 50 years old. Shouldn't you be taking care to make sure that this isn't what's affecting you that much like I, how did they come across
1: well they they come across fine but it seems like they're also very much into that social media space and it feels like they're kind of a i don't know them but it feels like they're a self-absorbed family like it feels like at certain points
0: some, some places that say that they are living vicariously through their kids
1: <laughs> yeah well and even the parents like at the very beginning of the episode are are like asking their kids because they have the most following what they should name their podcasts and it just i, I don't know it why was, do they have a podcast <laughs> i don't know it was it was strange and it's and, just
0: the big, the more they can publicize themselves the bigger they get right and then the more money they have
1: and they show her schedule like it's content filming content meeting doing A Q&A post podcast fitting first shoot still so, uh, and also doing school and it's like that all just seems like it overkill? would be well it's not overkill it's like that's pretty simple to like, that seems like it would be fun to do for the most part. And I don't really no, see where... No, but I mean, the, like, they're trying to say,
0: oh, look at all this yeah, stuff. But right. Yeah, right. In misrepresenting reality, they are saying that they're misrepresenting. <laughs> yeah, because
1: it's like, these are these are things that would be fun. Getting ready for content filming and content meeting. She even talks about how she likes uh, looking at the budget and kind of the CEO type of thing, talking about how she could become a production assistant in the future because she knows so much about the whole entire thing. I feel like, I don't know, it seems like this is just very exploitive and kind of made just for money, like you were saying it was. Also on some of the side panels of Charlie Emilio, she comes across as a little smug. Like they were talking about how her sister has her own like kind of sound stage because she has a music career and everything and she was like, "So you're telling me that if you had all these opportunities to be able to create music, you wouldn't?" That's cute. That's cute. Like y- y- you definitely absolutely wouldn't. And it's like I don't know anyone who would say that if they had the opportunities that these people had, they wouldn't do it. Like I feel like that was like she <laughs> I'm just
0: gonna quote the L magazine that I was reading on the online. It says it's perhaps easy to scoff at these sisters who certainly come across petty, shallow, and insensitive, but it's equally easy to forget that neither is twenty-one yet.
1: Well, yeah, and that's that's what leads me to the final point. I it's want like, to- This is
0: generation Z. And it all started and in, innocently enough with just kind of a, a dance that was placed on there. She was a dancer for no, a no, long time. Yeah, and,
1: and they even show her- um, I think the
0: saddest part of all this she, is that she said uh, in one of her interviews that she, or maybe even in the show, that she's no longer as interested in dancing because of all this stuff that's uh, that's happened to her career. Well, there's
1: a couple things there. One, they actually show some of the dancing that she did when she was younger. And even in this episode, you see that she's not doing TikTok dances. She's like trying, she has an actual trainer and she's trying to do actual dances. That seemed like it was, actually well, yeah impressive. that was her job for a while right exactly and you do feel sympathy uh, i felt especially for dixie d'amelio by the uh and dixie didn't dance though no she sings but like i said she's the main character in the first episode so but a lot. she chooses
0: to sing it's not like that was her training beforehand
1: right yeah but she's like even talked about how she has anxiety and depression and also says that but she's, she's like afraid of her voice yes she's choosing to sing but <laughs> i guess you kind of have to see it because you could see that she was kind of struggling and she was really excited for this vogue interview that she was going to do. It's kind of like this underlying current throughout the whole episode when the Vogue interview comes out um, They do what the review was saying where it's like they show comments and I w- and they were just hateful comments And I was like, I wonder how true that actually is So I I did go on YouTube and I just went on to Dixie D'Amelio's and I clicked on a couple of one of her songs The like bar was usually bigger than the dislike bar So I was like, okay, well they might just not be portraying this correctly or trying to fit a narrative but when I went down to the comments they were all incredibly, like, mean. Like, yeah. I couldn't like, find one. If you one. go to the
0: IMDb page right now, it is sort of funny in a in a mean way. But if you go to the trivia, usually the trivia is pretty interesting. I use it. Like, last time it was the fact that, like, this was Steve Martin's first role or whatever. Right, yeah. um, but in this one, there's only one trivia fact. It's a spoiler. You click on it and it says, this show uh, was... The worst idea ever. That's what they put for trivia. <laughs> I don't know how mean. they get trivia on there, but yeah. It, but again, if you're going to choose to put your life into this sort of reality, like the Keeping Up with the Kardashians, they deal with the most hate... Well, either. no, but but they, but they get it they get money for it i will say and then at the same time it's like any publicity is it isn't bad publicity i think that applies here as long as it's not something completely
1: inexcusable well, the, that you've done w- well the thing is is that like when i say there wasn't one nice comment down in her comment section either for the vogue video which i did watch or the music which i did see the comments for i mean there literally was not one nice comment yeah, this has it. like a 2.2 on imdb
0: well i'm not talking, like, it also it, but yeah and it does have a couple Positive comments, but like this is the internet we're talking about. So, if people are going to make it obvious that they are just there to promote themselves, they're going to get called out on it, but that's where they can just ignore it if they really wanted to. I get that she's living in that atmosphere where it's hard to ignore the social media that she's trying to engage with at the same time, but. They they were part of the hype house, right? I'm not Oh, the, they were okay. I they didn't, moved I didn't into know the that. hype house last year. They moved out, but they were part of that whole like situation, the same house that um
1: I, I know that, when, that yeah, giant yeah.
0: party during COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff I, like I, that. I know, yeah. it, it's just one of those TikToker incubator things. Right. right and I'm, it's going to be its own reality tv series on netflix yeah, pretty God. soon yeah <laughs> it just and seems like addison there's, ray there's... the other tiktoker uh, yeah is, she she's been in a netflix movie like he's all that or something and now she's also going to be coming out with a reality tv series and these things uh i was it lily singh or something Lily Singh, yeah. she had her own late night show which didn't do too well the transition from TikTok world or just internet world into um, like late night or, or this type of show, it doesn't always go smoothly. Well, but, I, let me say this. Let me yeah. say this.
1: When you do YouTube or you're doing any type of social media platform, uh, I kind of realized this when you see kind of the YouTube red people that tried to have their own TV show. It seems like a lot of them started YouTube and then wanted to move on to something more. It makes sense. However, but it's funny some-
0: because a lot of people are saying the future is in the internet stuff. Well, and so like everybody's saying that, and then everybody from the internet who gets famous tries to move back to the right. old media. And the only
1: the only person that I've seen successfully move from the internet to film, except for maybe someone like Bo Burnham, but I'm talking about more That's, recently, yeah, um, is is Jimmy Tatro because he's actually been able to get himself into a lot Who's of movies. Who's the guy from the babysitter? He's been in a bunch. King, Bosch? Uh, King Bosch as well. Yeah, th- there's there's specific examples. I I, I want to say this about the show. I think it was a mistake to do, but that Why? doesn't mean because it seems
0: like they're getting exactly what they want, which is promotion. Well, I mean, they're yeah, probably getting tons of it money. It has for a two point two on IMDb. Probably, you said. Yes, but so do most reality TV series. Like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians has, like, a 1.2 or something. Like, these, this that is not... I don't a mean, I don't mean mistake to, to do. I don't mean mistake But to I'm you, saying, like, you business. know
1: going into it that that is what you're going to receive. Well, yeah, when I saw something called The Dan Amelia Show... Because they started off with, like, a three-minute trailer. It's a 35-minute show, but they literally give you three-minute trailer, which is part of the episode. And it, it just... It seemed like these kids were kind of spoiled, but that doesn't mean that I didn't feel sympathy for them. But I, find I, I was going to say... That
0: like the, go ahead, actually. Yeah. I was
1: going to say that by the very end of the episode... Last two minutes and thirty seconds, I did feel really bad for Dixie because um, they show her she's on her bed. There's the mom and dad, and they're trying to console her, um, because the Vogue interview and her music has just gotten absolutely despised and hated, and she's crying. She's literally screaming and talking about the fact how like you know she just doesn't feel like anyone is truly respecting her. You know, you can say certain things about it, but it's hard to kind of not feel sympathy when someone's yeah, if you crying. See someone crying. However. There's multiple camera shots and I was wondering how much of that uh, I,
0: structured, yeah.
1: I'm not saying that she was faking her emotions, but I'm saying like you always have to be kinda careful with reality shows to really be like, are they acting up for the camera a little bit? And and then No, but- that's that's
0: one hundred percent. Like of course you're going to exaggerate your emotions. Like that's just typical to this format. But the thing is that it, that gets me is that like with keeping up with the Kardashians and all that, they don't usually use that drama that they infuse. It's usually between like family members right. and all the situations and stuff. But it's not about them and the media presence. The thing that they are trying to get famous with is the thing that they are like lambasting. Well, they're also yeah, no, I, so, so it just seems very hypocritical in a way. And oh, that's yeah, what, no,
1: this show's completely hypocritical. But you know what you're watching when you see a show called the Amelio De- De Show, and it's again a reality show about teens who got also, famous.
0: Yeah, The Guardian kind of echoes what you said. The show occasionally ventures up into uh, other reality show territory with loose setups to justify bringing people together for revealing conversations. So it does feel like sometimes they kind of push people into having conversations with with each other that they wouldn't otherwise have in that Setting or something
1: like did that. Right. Well, happen? yeah, 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 because that's why. Because when uh, Dixie is like screaming and crying, that's how they end the episode. They and the, it turns to, it cuts to black after she's like just incredibly. Yeah, depressed. Some producer
0: was like, "This is this is perfect." Yeah, and this then it's like we, you know this if, first episode. If you know reglifying. a
1: family or friend that that's going through this, they have the number and the website. And I was just like, on one hand, like how's this on the one message? hand. <laughs> yeah, really <laughs> for a show, but on the one hand, it's like I do feel bad for her. On the other hand, it's like. I, I just, I don't know what's going to happen. And the reason I said that um, I would watch the final episode is just to see how they w- how Dixie were to resolve it, because... So you're more of a fan of Dixie than Charlie, it seems like. Well, yeah, I mean, I would probably say so. She seemed the most down to earth, but maybe that's really? just because she was I feel was like that's what they were trying most. to put, to put I mean, out, maybe. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I really didn't want to watch this show, so I'm trying to find positives wherever I can, but it's hard to when I'm just, I'm not a fan, or like, I don't watch... That.
0: Do you think if you were still in high school you would watch? them
1: yeah because i think i would use tiktok but i literally don't have it i don't even have it downloaded on my phone did you have musically uh no but it's the same thing right uh, yeah well i mean they turned, into they've turned you, it they turned it did you have yeah. vine i did have vine yeah until it got taken down <laughs> all right do you miss vine yeah i wish they bought vine back because they had funny people like king botch and, and a ton of other people that i can't even think of Trey Candy, i think was one. The okay. Second
0: highest tiktoker as far as like our subscribers are concerned uh has like is 31 years old so it is funny how, like, the majority of them are in their early 20s, if not teens. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, no. But then there's, like, a couple people who are in their, like, 30s who are, it's just like, <laughs> okay, it reminds me of the kids who get cast um, in, in high school well, stuff when they're, like, <laughs> 35.
1: Well, yeah, but TikTok, I think it's, it's way, it's, like, the most popular app. So,
0: overall, would you recommend the show?
1: No. I okay. would recommend it to fans of them, but except for that, no.
0: <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> I doubt you learned anything by listening to this one. Thanks for listening. Bye.
1: Bye. (laughs)